edition of GSC Fridays full of music, depression, and pride. We're here with <laughs> myself, John Patrick, and Dean Sage. Woohoo! Exciting. I don't know if I'm more excited about the depression or the music. We'll see. It's very fun. It's also very fun. Yes, it is very fun. Yeah, special episode. Special episode. So we've, we've been off a couple weeks. So this is our special. When was the last time that we did one? Um, I think it's been about three weeks, three, four weeks. Three, four weeks. Yeah. 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 We tweeted though, that we we're going to take the month off and that we might do a special episode. And this is the special episode. This is a special episode. Do you know why it's so special? Why is it so special? I'm smelling cat poop right now. That makes it extra special. Yep. And as I'm watching the cats just play next to us. I'm like, you guys are little dirt bags. They're, they're wonderful. I love them so much, but you, you got to call cats names because they're little, they're little jerks. Yeah. They're, they're little smelly demons or they make smelly demon poops. They make smelly. The other day, the other day, um, me and, uh, Dean both took naps at the same time and I woke up before him, but decided to go back to sleep after, but I fed the cats and I said, I left him a little note that said, I fed the demons. I loved it. It was amazing because they trick us. They try to trick us. Yeah. They try to trick us and be like, no, we didn't just get fed half an hour ago. Cause like you'll leave the house before me or I'll leave the house before you. And so I'll go through the whole motions. I'll get them all fed. I'm like, Oh, I'm going to let John sleep. His cats are going to be done. And then they lie to him. They lie to him and make them think that I left the house without taking care of them. And then he feeds them an extra meal. Yeah. And then they get fat. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Trixie's Trixie's got a big butt, but Katya's like tiny. Trixie's got a huge ass. She's, she's a big bottom girl. She's a big bottom girl. Apple bottom jeans. But then we have the runt. We do have the runt. Katya is a runt. It's so adorable though. They're we so love adorable her together. so much, but she's tiny. She's so tiny. She's so tiny. She's going to look like a kitten her whole life, which means she's going to get all the love. She's a whore. Yeah. She is basically. a whore. She is a whore. All right. Well, so this is a special episode. We're going to dedicate most of it to your new EP. Immortal drums. Immortal drums. We've talked about it. We've teased it. You heard some more of it at the top of this, this podcast. Yep. Um, it, let's it, get into it. It came out August 17th, question mark. 7th, 17th, 7th, 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 7th. I feel like 7th was the original seventh release the original. date. Yep. Okay. You are so right. 7th. You know, you know my album better than I do. Um, well, and then when you do live streams, we find out how much of your album you remember. Um, oh my God, that's the worst. <laughs> all right. So immortal dreams, we talked about it. We teased about it. Let's just, let's jump into it. So, um, let's just sort of start with like the, the historical context. So, uh, about how long ago did you start this EP? So I started writing it in 2013. What was like the impetus of any, did you know that you were doing an EP or did you no. just kind of, um, so it all started with, um, I believe Oh God, this could be wrong. This could be completely wrong. You're making up the story as you go along. It's okay. It was either shadow or secrets. It was one of the two. So one of the last two tracks on the, the EP was what started it all off. So secrets was originally based off of my first apartment experience. Mm -hmm. So this was back in 2012 that this apartment happened, but I wrote it in 2013. Um, it was all about, lies and deceit and blah, 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 blah. What kind of apartment did you have? And then we would would go out and party. (laughs) And dance the night away? Dance the night away. And all the lies would come out because of drunkenness. Oh, 
extra context. I like it. Yeah. Cause that's not exactly how it ended up in the story, which we'll get to in a second, but that was the original, original, original. Yeah. That's cool. And then shadow came out of a very depressive episode in 2013. So I think that secret, yeah, secrets came first. Secrets, secrets came, came first. first shadow, shadow came, came next second. party. Then depression sounds about right. Party, then depression. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because it was all about wanting to kill yourself. Fun fact, the online uh, look in the mirror, who could this be, what fame and riches have done to me, was added after the fact. Oh, okay. Was added way after the fact. The chorus was shorter before. Gotcha. And you, so when the story arrived, then you added that, that line? added in, yes. Gotcha. Okay. Because, I mean, honestly, it's the perfect capstone to the story, which we're going to get into. I'm excited about. Yes, yes. Um, but, yeah, it, it's interesting. So, so your music took shape. You, um, you kind of started on these things where in the mix did you get to the story and how much of the story drove the rest of the songs? When did I get to the story? Um, I would say 2014, 2015 had more songs been written or was it sort of the process of writing more songs? It was the process of writing more songs. I'd say. Um, Top of the World had already been written. Um, and we've kind of talked about the impetuses of that one. You were watching then, the Brittany Murphy movie. Yeah, that so the story had not been no story at that time. Okay, that time. Uh, then I wrote. I want to say the paparazzi, then Fame Factory, then Silver Screen, then Digital Age. Okay. Um, and then a story finally like, so this is more of like an emergent, emergent work. Like you did all the, the songs. Um, and like you, I'm looking at your binder of songs right now. You have gosh, what a hundred yeah. more than a hundred. There was two other songs that were supposed to be a part of it that are not a part of it. Gotcha. So the story was kind of as, as you, cause I've seen you do this as you sort of cull through the songs and say, this is it. This is the EP. I think part of what your brain's doing is like making them into a whole. I need to make them into a story. If it's not a story, it's not a, it's not a, it's not an EP. It's not a, it's not an album. It's not something that I want to put out. So if it's not a story, it's not a release. It's not a release now. Like you can do a single, like you did panic. Yeah. I could do a single or I could do two songs or something, but like I, no, no, it has to be, if not a story, it's not a, it's not an EP. It's not not an album. Before we get into the story, can I tell them something fun? Yes. That's neurotic to me. Yes. So there was this person. So I get to look on Ditto Music, which is who I um, do my streaming through. Um, It's pretty basic in the United States. You know, it's like pretty good in the United States. I get a little bit of Germany, a little bit of Australia, and then I have one person in the United Kingdom. One. One person in the United Kingdom, and they listen to one song a day, and I needed to find out what one song a day, and then this is going to sound really bad, because one day, just one day, nobody else in the entire world listened to my EP except that one person in the United Kingdom, and I found out that they liked Shadow. Okay. And that makes sense. Shadow's a bop. Shadow's amazing. Um, And I think also Shadow's a vibe. More than a bop. Shadow's a vibe. Um, it is depressive, but also enlightening. So let's get into the story then. Show it all starts out on a dreary autumn day. The moonlight sets in. <laughs> I'm done. I'm sorry. I couldn't do that. All right. So the main character is is gay. Is gay. Is gay. Is fully homosexual. Very a singer. As a singer, singer does wants to be a performer. Okay. Wants to be a model. Wants to be an actor. He wants to be famous. I think he right. Wants, he is obsessed with fame. Okay. And I, I think digital age is the setup to it. So it di- um, I did write a diary entry about not my own diary, his diary, his diary. So he works at a coffee shop, much like moi. Uh-huh. 
um, his boss wanted him to move to the city. So he's from small town. I'm not from small town, so that's where it differs. He's from small town America. Meets his boyfriend at a bar that's like 30 miles away from his own house because... Small town America. Small town America. Only gay bar in like a... Mini mile radius. Mini mile radius. Um, They move in together in his small town. But then he gets an opportunity. So his coffee shop is one of the only coffee shops, but they decide that they want to open a second coffee shop in the city. But they want him to go there go there and open it and be the manager of that oh, nice. coffee shop in okay. the city. So he gets to go into New York City and be manager coffee shop. Um, he ends up uh, uh, catering a modeling thing with the coffee shop. And that's how he meets this record executive who he ends up sleeping with and sleeping his way to the top. So that's top of the world. So digital age is sort of you, the narrator setting the stage for us. Yeah. Top of the world is post move to the city post meeting the record producer. Does, did he know what he was doing? Like, did he know that he was sleeping his way to the top or did he sort of just get caught up in it? He got caught up in it. Okay. And because he did this, the, the, the dirty with the record producer, he gets his shot. Yeah. Okay. Um, at this point, he did not tell his boyfriend that this was happening. I, I'm sorry. At this point, his fiance that this was happening. Oh yeah. I forgot about that part. Yeah. Um, his fiance that this was happening. They end up breaking up obviously because yeah, he cheated on he him. He cheated on him. His fiance is in a different state entirely in Pennsylvania while he is in New York. Um, so as we continue through the story, he goes through, he starts recording songs with this producer that he's in, mm-hmm. uh, that he's with. He's still sleeping with said producer as well. He starts going through basic training classes um, where he's taught how to speak, how to walk, how to talk. And we're like not making this up. Like I should say yeah. you're not making this up. This actually happens. Um, there's been some several real world examples. I mean, it goes back a long time. Uh, Cary Grant. He's taught, he's taught how to take a photo. <laughs> yeah. How to do all of that. There are training camps literally on, on being a straight marketable male. Oh yeah. I didn't say that part. Oh, They're sorry. teaching him how to be straight. Yeah. In order to be a pop star, you have to be eligible for all the girls. Because teen girls are the biggest market. Right. 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 So yeah, but no, what this I happens. Think they don't understand is that teen girls will still lust after a gay man. Well, but remember it's a bunch of guys with spreadsheets, usually a bunch of straight white guys with spreadsheets who think that they understand how it all works. Like Troy Sivan. Girls still want him. Oh, all the time. All the time. Um, Colton Hayes, Haynes. I got his name. Colton Col- Haynes. Haynes. Thank you. Colton Haynes. Um, he went through a whole thing where his, like I think 10 years, his agents would not let him be gay. They actually actively tried to eliminate his gay past. Um, and it finally got to the point where he's like, eh. and now it looks like he teased. He might be the new Bobby Drake, the new Iceman in an X-Men thing. Oh, cute. Yeah. So no, this happens. This really, really happens. We won't speculate about who it's happening to, but I think if you look around in the media, you'll see it. Nice. I mean, not nice to that, but I, I mean, nice to the him being Iceman. Sorry. I know that'd I'm be still, really cool. I'm, stuck on that. <laughs> I'm still stuck on that. It would be amazing. I think, I think that's what he was teasing. If that's not what he's teasing, I'm wrong, but Hey, whatever. Um, yeah. but okay. So, so he's, he's, he's lost his fiance. Um, he's being put through the fame factory. Yeah. That's um, what that song is about. Uh, and, um, and he grinding. Is then, he is then given a girlfriend. She is a pop star. She has had number one hits through the last decade. So she is a little bit older than he is, 
but she has had uh, hits through the last decade, but now her star is falling. She's on her about sixth studio album, which didn't premiere at number one. She didn't have any hits off of it, and they need her star to rise up a little bit. How much of Britney is in there? A lot of Britney is okay. in there. Um, obviously, Britney's still doing amazingly well, but the wasn't the sixth one for her a real rough one for her? No. No, which one was the rough one? Um, her eighth. Oh, ninth. Okay. So, but I mean, I, I saw a lot of that. Uh, Christina Aguilera even. Oh, Chris, Christina is huge in this. Yeah. Like I, I actually, I kind of feel like her story is a little bionic, bit more entwined. Yeah. yeah. Bionic, uh, Lotus. Yeah. Like she, I, I love what she's doing now. Um, and, 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 but she definitely had a but rough her, her music was great. Yeah. Her music was great. It's nothing, nothing against her, but she's definitely a part of this. Well, she yeah. hit 30, right? There's this whole 30 yeah. year old thing that happens or something. In the diary, she's 30. Oh, look at that. So, yeah, there's a lot of reality here. Um, so, he is, I like that. She's 22. So, okay. it's a little bit of an older. By the way, I'm making this up as it goes. That's fine. That's how stories work. Because I've only written two chapters. Well, if you'd like to have John finish his book at some point, then really, really spread this podcast around so that he knows that you like it. Thank you. <laughs> um, anyway, so he gets his girlfriend, he goes to the fame factory. Um, they're getting filmed. They're going to all the concerts together. They're going photo to all op, the photo op, they're photo going op. to the award shows. A year passes, you know, we, we, it goes a little bit into the future. Like it's not, it, this isn't all like the overnight album goes very quickly, but it's not all overnight. You know, it yeah. can't happen. Well, albums take a year or two to produce anyway. So yeah. So this is a couple years in the making. Gotcha. Um, he's dating her for about a year before, he goes to his concert and sees his ex fiance in the crowd and loses it. And this is silver screen. So it's this silver screen is the, the stage is the curtains. I think you have a line, the curtains opening boy better get your script in hand or something. What is it? Um, the curtains opening boy. Yeah. yeah. Better. F- oh, fake a smile. No, no. Yeah. Better fake a smile and kiss him fast. Yeah. So it's like you can, you hear sort of the, um, I love that song cause you hear the rush of, Oh my God, I've got to go perform. But his personal life now, his true personal life is just, it's hitting him straight in the face again. Yeah. So he rushes out of his own concert and goes on a couple week bender, um, full of drugs and sex and debauchery. Uh, and it gets filmed. And goes out for the world to see TMZ style. TMZ style. And we actually had a, um, we had a whole tie-in at the beginning of Secrets where an announcer was going to be like, John Patrick was seen leaving his own con. Like, we, we were kind of put more of the story in at one point. But then it just didn't make sense. So, it, yeah, you've, but you would always tie the Secrets song to this bender, to this breakdown. Um, yeah. And, yeah, and all, the, and all the lies come out just right. Yeah. And then um, the world starts hating on John Patrick. Well, the character that the is character. John Patrick. Yeah, the character. I'm almost thinking of changing my name after this album because the character maybe. that is John Patrick is John Patrick. And then maybe, maybe there's something else. Yeah. It'll be kind of fun. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So, so this character, um, and unfortunately like there, there is messages of love, but you don't see them when, when you're that obsessed with fame as this yeah. person is, as this, as this op artist There's a is. lot of like, welcome to the, welcome to the family. Welcome to the, right. but it's but lost. You see the hatred. All you see kill is yourself. Hatred. Why'd yeah. you lie to us? So then when he does call himself after that, it's like, Oh, he was so much loved and blah, 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 blah. So shadow is 
for you, the way it was written, it's really is his, his death. Yeah. It's his death. He's fighting with himself, but he's losing. He's losing. Yeah. Okay. There's a whole chess in my head. There's a whole chess game with the grim reaper. I love that. But you, I love the part that you, I think, I don't know if you added it sooner or later, but he's, he's dying and, um, his iPad is like his EKG oh. monitor or something. Yeah. What was that? Yeah. yeah. Y- you said it. Oh, well, <laughs> you no, said I, EKG monitor. Yeah. yeah. Well, no. So EKG? as, as he flatlines, his social media starts to, yeah. Starts ping. To, yeah. Yeah. I, and I love, I love that, that kind of idea. Um, and un- un- unfortunately, like, um, we we had a very sad death in the drag race community today, uh, today that we're recording Chichi this. Devane. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's, it, it, it thankfully, uh, she, you know, she was an amazing person and deserves all the, all the praise and all the love. But, um, I think Michael Jackson's a good example of hating on someone. And then suddenly as soon as they're dead, it's like, Oh, we really loved him. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so it, it happens. It's, it's a great tragedy as an American culture. We have come to dislike tragedy, but it's actually one of the very first forms of dramatic art. Um, there was comedy and there was tragedy. That was it. If you were Aristotle, this story, this story does not have a happy ending. No, it does not have a happy ending. It is a tragedy. I think tragedies, tragedies, especially like in the old sense, I'm sick of things having happy endings. I could never sell books cause I never wrote a happy ending either. Um, I, I get it. I think happily ever after is a lie. I think it's the worst lie we've told ourselves, but tragedy would usually, um, tell us something to, to pay attention to, to think about. And I think that your album what, does that. What one of my very good friends told me was like, she was like, I hate the ending, but don't change it. I hate the ending, but don't change it. I that's a ending, good feeling. That's a good feeling. No tra- tragedy is supposed to instruct us that we should look at ourselves. And I think that's the beauty of it. Cause Dig- digital age, if you had started it with any other song, it wouldn't have the same impact, but you started with digital age and it's basically saying we are obsessed with this and this is the result. It will chew people up and spit them out and end them for our entertainment. Exactly. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Probably one of the best uh, gifts to come out of a, it was not a bad movie, but it was definitely like a, a pro movie. Okay. Gladiator. So now we have talked about fully. That is the EP. That is the the EP. Yeah. It's exciting. Um, Please go listen. It's available everywhere. Everywhere. Um, and stream it, stream it, stream it. If you can't buy it, we totally understand it. Uh, it's the modern age. Nobody really buys anything. If you have a streaming service, just stream it. Stream it. Stream, stream it. it all day. Stream it all night. <laughs> Put it on, go to sleep. Um, no. <laughs> it's a good song. It's what my sister does. It's a good, it's a good album. It's got some good songs. Um, but we do want to transition a little bit because we do have some exciting things coming up. But one of the reasons that we haven't been able to share excitement with you is that much like the character, both of us have gone through some depression. Mine has been very bad. We thought I was going to go into an inpatient recently. Yeah. And um, I think it's important to talk about it because it's not a bad thing. I think there's a lot of stigma around it, but sometimes, especially with depression, you're, you've, you have chemical imbalances in your brain um, and you're not going to fix it externally. Like you can't smile yeah. your way past it. Exactly. You can't. Well, Mine was a mix of anxiety and depression, which surprisingly most people don't know go together (laughs) quite a lot. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's bad. It's very unnerving. And I I know that you like your music says it. I think if people listen to what you're saying in the music, they'll understand exactly. Yeah. Um, but it, it doesn't go away. Like we may have released the EP. We may be done with that character. Maybe your name does change, but you know, until things are balanced, there's, there's going to be depression and it's hard. Exactly. It's hard to be creative through that. Yeah. So, um, we, we do re- highly recommend that if you are feeling that way, you ask for help. There are many, many ways to ask for help. And actually inpatient is 
a way. It is definitely a way to save your life and, and keep on going. So you are not the shadow at the end of your story. Exactly. And also if you need treatment for substance abuse, also seek mm. help. Definitely reach out. Uh, it's the story, the, our, our story of our, of our artist has both sides of that. Um, and that's actually one big problem. You, you can't drink your way to uh, feeling better. You can't do drugs your way to feeling better. It just is, um, it's a vicious cycle. It's a vicious cycle. Get some help. There will, people will be out there. And I also, I think um, it, you might need to hear this. Nobody will judge you as harshly as you're judging yourself right now. Exactly. And, so, if they, and the people that are judging you, fuck them. Fuck them because fuck them with a rake mom. <laughs> Fuck their pussy with a rake, mom. So, um, on a lighter note, though, someone who has always been an advocate for us and for people with mental issues and Dolly life and Parton. Dolly Parton. She uh, she she got our love again recently because she came out in favor of Black Lives Matter. Yes, um, which she's just I. So I went to go look at her accolades and um, her, her. I was like, honey, uh, bring a lunch. No, so <laughs> I went to go look at all of her entrepreneurship and her fundraising and her little bit of philanthropic philanthropic pursuits pursuits. Yes. Um, and the article was like 20 pages long and I was like, I'm done before I even began. If you don't know about Dolly Parton, you need to know about Dolly Parton. Cause she has the Dolly Parton persona, which is what everyone is going to think of immediately. They say her. she thinks of this. She is the smart, dumb blonde. She has written more top number one songs than anyone for yeah. artists that you would never imagine she would write for. Yeah. Um, she is incredible. Also Miley Cyrus's fucking godmother. She is. And it shows God Miley's doing so good. She's um, doing so. She's brought it. up so well. Loving it. Loving it. Um, so yeah, Dolly Parton's amazing. Uh, it was really great for her though, to make a statement. I think that's something that we talked about on the podcast before, just cause you feel it doesn't mean you don't have to say it. One of my favorite things was, um, I saw earlier on social media that was like, you can't, uh, take away half of your fan base and Dolly Parton was like, watch me. <laughs> That's the lovely thing about Dolly Parton is that I was unsurprised that she did this, but I was still happy that she did this. Yeah. Um, she's always, you know, even, even from her upbringing, I think she has not forgotten that she came from very poor circumstances and that doesn't somehow make everyone else's situation invalid. She's able to empathize like, yeah, I was poor. I had no clothes. I know what it feels like when you're saying that that's what you're going through. So she's, uh, she's always reached out across many, many barriers, yeah. things that you wouldn't normally consider a conservative white woman, <laughs> you know, and I, I don't use conservative in a bad sense. She's, she was raised she is not in a church now though. Well, she was raised in a church. You know, she, she has, um, you know, I think religious beliefs. She does have religious. She has religious beliefs. But she definitely leans more liberal. She absolutely does. So I don't. I don't mean that. I just mean from. A, I should have said from conservative background. Normally, someone that has had her background and and has the religion that she has may tend toward other uh, ideas. But she does not. She's a incredibly intelligent, incredibly gifted, um, incredibly benevolent woman. Uh, so get to know her if you don't. And the cool part is that she's a big supporter of many different. Uh, organizations like, like LGBTQ organizations. And we have some news. Yeah. I'm performing live Ooh, live on August 27th at 8 PM, seven central um, for the pride network live. It is going to be on YouTube. So you literally watch it from anywhere. And if you miss it, you can watch it afterward. It's amazing. Yeah, Cause they're going to keep it on YouTube forever. It's amazing. Um, yeah, it's so exciting. I, I, when you got the news, I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. Yeah, and the Pride Network is also a great 
<laughs> it's a great organization for especially uh, LGBTQ youth, which um, is a necessary focus. Um, it's for leadership, le- leadership opportunities for LGBTQ youth. So it's, it's literally trying to change the future by instilling leadership within the younger generations. Yeah. Which is great. So, um, you know that we really, really, really highly encourage you to support matters, uh, and movements that matter. So obviously there's still stuff going on with black lives matter. Um, but we, if you have some time to watch this, uh, that can support it. There's some corporate sponsors that you can help to support us. Um, and if you have Tita's vodka is uh, matching every donation up to a thousand dollars for this event. That's incredible way to go them. Um, but yeah, if you, if you have the ability to give a little bit extra towards, uh, the LGBTQ youth programs and the LGBTQ, what is it? Pride, pride network, the pride network itself. So it's the pride network on Instagram and Facebook. Gotcha. And then it's the pride network.org on, uh, interweebs. Yeah. Yeah. So highly encourage you guys to take a look. Um, obviously we're looking forward to that. We will be there live. Um, I'll be there. I just, you won't, you won't hear me this time. I don't he'll get be to, behind the, he'll be, I'll behind be completely the behind the camera. Um, but I, I will be hooting and hollering very silently so that it's not picked up on the microphone. Uh, but before we can get done, uh, John Patrick, where do we find you? At John P underscore music on the Twitter. At John Patrick Official on Instagram and Facebook. And of course, you can stream John Patrick's music on every available service. Just type in John Patrick Immortal Dreams, John Patrick Immortal Dreams, and that comes on up. Uh, if you like what you hear, we've, we've actually got some uh, ideas for doing some more fun stuff, but your streams help us do that. And of course, I am at Dean Sage Media on Twitter, Instagram, and I don't know, anywhere else I decide to be. And if you would like to get in contact with us about the podcast, let us know how we're doing, give us some suggestions, ideas. That's at Gay Sex Cast on Twitter. Also, I'm going to be starting a uh, karaoke night. Yes. Uh, pretty soon. Uh, information will come Information follow. to follow. Check, check said Twitters and tweets. Uh, and we'll say goodnight for now. Good night, Barbara. Goodbye. Come out and just rave